another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Necesita una poca de gracia, una poca de gracia para mi party y arriba y arriba. Yo no soy marinero, no, 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 no. Yo no soy marinero, soy capitán, soy capitán, soy capitán. Uh, para la bamba. Ok, it's not for that. <laughs> Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, fellow jesterians. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I fucking miss you. I woke up this morning, just... I had you on my mind, man. It's just, it's fucked up that your mother has been lying to you your entire fucking life. Like, I don't even know what you think of me right now. Because your entire life, your mother has told you that I beat her. When I never once laid a finger on her in anger. Ever. That's just not the type of person I am. The reason the marriage ended is because she got pregnant being a whore. She got pregnant with another man's kid while she was married to me. That's why the marriage ended. I never once hit that fucking cunt. Sorry, pardon my language, but... She, she stole your child. She stole you from me, man. She kidnapped you from me. Fucking lies, man. And I have no way to reach out to you. My family doesn't fucking help me. My sister could give two fucking shits what the fuck's going on. Because she's all, she's just a narcissist all concerned about her life. She doesn't understand, she doesn't care that my fucking son was stolen from me by a goddamn... Hmm... Oh, sorry guys, I just, I just woke up this morning with that on my mind, it just, it's been pissing me the fuck off. Kristen DeVilger, Kristen Coke, Kristen Cock, I don't even fucking know her last name anymore. Last time I knew she was in Warren. She's a fucking horrible person. She, she deserves to die slowly, while syphilis eats her fucking brain. I, Put it to me, please. Oh. And that's what she says a lot, I'm guessing. <laughs> Perfect timing. She, she's, she's a horrible fucking person, man. If y'all know Nicholas Daniel, if y'all know Nicholas Norod, Nick Norod, man, tell him to reach out, man. Reach out to the Justice Promoting Company on Facebook. He has me blocked on Facebook, so he probably can't even find that shit. I don't know if he blocked me or his mother blocked me, but I'm blocked. I can't reach out to him on Facebook. Oh, well. Say la vie, I guess. That's just the way fucking life is, man. Life isn't fair. Whoever said life was fair was fucking lying to you. But we all have our issues. We all have our problems. It's just how we react to them. 
how we adapt and overcome. What the? Why am I not filling my bag? Because I was singing. So I was singing La Bamba. Para bailar la bamba se necesita una poca de gracia. Nada más, no more, no more. We don't want no more. Oh shit! I was uh, I was up with Mr. Phil's yesterday, and uh, it was his birthday, so a bunch of people were up there. Another friend of our, uh, a friend of his was up there. Uh, he was telling me about his wife's daughter lives in Barbados. And in Barbados, they have vans going door-to-door -door giving out the vaccine. I wonder how long before that comes to your neighborhood. comes to my neighborhood. This has gotten way the fuck out of goddamn control. This whole goddamn shit is illegitimate. It's a goddamn clusterfuck, and it doesn't even matter anymore. We just gotta fucking go along for the ride because they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want because they're in office. They put, put it, they cheated, they scammed, they they fucked their way into office, and now they're gonna just do whatever the fuck they want. Ah, oh well, c'est la vie, c'est la vie. That's fucking life. You gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. But I'll be damned if I'm gonna be getting fucking any goddamn injection. You can inject it in my cold, dead body. <laughs> but then, what's the point, right? Or would you just inject me out of spite? <laughs> Dumbasses. So, Barbados has people going door-to-door, -door giving out the vaccines. I, I asked them, like, well, what happens... If they refuse the vaccine, he didn't know. He didn't know. Probably because people who refuse the vaccine get fucking kidnapped and taken out to the ocean and thrown overboard. Shot in the head. No, why? They don't want to waste a bullet. <laughs> Drown day asses. Drown day asses. Oh, it's just... That's horrible. It's horrible to fucking think about. But I would not put it past this fucking government, man. They're fucking illegitimate and fucking just gone off the rails, man. It's fucking crazy. Crazy nuts. <clears throat> but I do, I do miss my fucking son, man. He'll turn 19 November 1st, All Saints Day. Day after Halloween. He'll be 19. I haven't seen him since, shit, he was 7. So, 12 years? I haven't seen him in 12 years. I have no idea what kind of man he is. What kind of man he's becoming. I don't know what decisions he's made. I don't know what he's doing after high school. I think he's is he graduating this year. Yeah, I think he's graduating this year. He's a senior this year. No, no, he graduated last year because he was a year ahead of Tayshawn, I think. And a year behind Trini. I don't fucking know. I, I think that's where it's at. Like I said, I haven't seen him in 12 fucking years. Uh, because his mother's spent his entire life lying to him. Filling his head full of lies about his father. But what are you going to do? 
People are fucking stupid and ignorant and selfish. She doesn't want to take responsibility for fucking up the marriage, for fucking up his life, for... It's not her fault. It's my fault because I beat her. Except I never beat... I never, never hit that woman. I'm not a violent fucking person, man. That's just not what I would do. Shit, I've gotten my ass beat by a woman before. And just took it. Well, I didn't fucking took it. I had staples put in my fucking head. I took it. I'm not going to hit a fucking woman. This fucking bitch is all stealing my son from me, keeping shit, and it's... Some shit needs to break. Some shit needs to happen. Because I want my son to know that I'm not a piece of shit. I'm not what he's been told all his goddamn life. And I want I want to share my life with him. I want to share. I want him to share his life with me. I want to be his fucking father, man. I that 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 chance was stolen from me by this fucking bitch. By her fucking lies, my son was fucking stolen from me, and it's it's just. It's almost too much to fucking handle. Almost. But what are you going to do? What, what am I going to do? Now, people would argue that, <clears throat> well, he should have done something earlier. Yeah, maybe. But earlier, before now, I was not a stable person. Up until a couple of years ago, I was not financially I'm still not financially stable, and I wasn't, I didn't want to set myself up for failure, in his eyes. I didn't want to, you know, say, yeah, I'm going to get all close, and then not be able to, because I don't have a way to get there, or I don't have a way, or I don't have any money to do, to go get him. I mean, and it, it's gone, I can't depend on anybody else in my fucking life, so I'm, I wasn't going to ask anybody, because I'm not, I'm not a priority for anybody. Except myself. And that's all I can depend on. All I could have. I can depend on on Becca now, but... Oh, back then, man, I was... Stop making excuses. You didn't fucking do it. You're right. Okay, fine. I didn't do it. But I, I, I had a good reason, I feel. Because I didn't want to set myself up for failure in his eyes. But... Like I said, I don't know. I didn't do it. I'm not going to be making... I'm not going to make any fucking excuses. Fuck that. You're, you're better than that, buddy. Okay, let's uh, let's get right into the uh, the UFC now. Because I've uh, spent enough time crying into your guys' fucking ears. I apologize. Man, if you know Nick, or if you know fucking Kristen... Kristen's a fucking piece of shit. And deserves to die slowly. Well, syphilis eats her brain. <laughs> Just uh, tell Nick to reach out to me, man. Check his fucking block list. If he didn't block me, unblock, unblock me. Unblock me anyway because you're you speculate being lied to. It doesn't matter. Let's get into the UFC. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son, who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. Today, House lawmakers will get their chance to ask top military officials about the U.S. exit from Afghanistan. Yesterday in a Senate hearing, lawmakers asked tough questions about the chaotic and deadly end of the 20-year U.S. war. And lawmakers seem particularly interested in how the Taliban were able to take over so quickly. NPR's Pentagon correspondent Tom Bowman has been following this one. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. What did we learn from the Senate hearing yesterday? Well, first of all, you had all the top Pentagon officials, uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, Central Command's top officer, General Frank McKenzie, and Joint Chiefs Chairman, General Mark Milley. Now, in opening remarks, General Milley said there were actually efforts to withdraw all U.S. forces in the final weeks of the Trump presidency. A White House memo said all troops should leave before January 15th, so five days before President Biden was sworn in. General Milley balked at that, uh, talked to officials, and the memo was rescinded. You see, what we've heard about this fucking Milley, you see, this Milley motherfucker should should be tried for treason. I mean, what he did was fucking horrible. He told China or somebody from China that he was afraid that Donald Trump might nuke him. What the fuck is that bullshit? See, this Millie character is fucking, he's a fucking idiot and doesn't deserve to be where the fuck he's at either. I mean, Jesus, this is all just a big fucking game. And they're treating it like a fucking game, but it's fucking real life. And that's what's fucking aggravating the fuck out of me. Remain. Now, we also heard a startling admission from a Defense Secretary Austin. We need to consider some uncomfortable truths. Tell me. That we didn't fully comprehend the depth of corruption and poor leadership in the senior ranks. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You hear that? The corruption. Well, yeah. Duh. Duh! What the fuck is going on? We're on both sides of that fucking war. And you're just now worrying about fucking corruption? Come the fuck on, man. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) There were numerous government reports over the years from John Sopko, the Afghan Inspector General, who wrote about problems with the Afghan army, also from the CIA, from numerous Pentagon advisors. Corruption was a huge problem, and few U.S. uh, officials through three administrations were really willing to take it head on. It was corrosive and sent uh, Afghans into the arms of the Taliban. Given all of that, what did the military leaders say about the end of the war and the way it was executed? given what they well, knew. Right. At the hearing, there was a lot of focus on the speed of the collapse of the Afghan government, uh, the military and... Ra- well, you see, number one, <clears throat> motherfucker realized that shit was corrupt. Shit was fucked up. The entire fuck... The whole fucking thing was fucked up. 
Duh. For three, it's like they said, three fucking administrations didn't want to fucking deal with it. But Trump said, fuck it, we're pulling out. We we ending this now because, but now Biden's fucking, dude, it doesn't even fucking matter. Because like they said, they were, but Trump had fucking planned to have them out five days before Biden was sworn in. Because he, he fucking realized the fucking corruption. And he wanted to get fucking done. So pulling out, and that's why it fell and everything just went like it did. Because it was so goddamn... I told you. I told you what the fuck was going on. I fucking told you. That they were fucking... They withdrew. So Taliban, funded by the CIA, they can get re-fucking uh, resupplied. Jesus Christ. Calm down, buddy. To take over by the Taliban. It took just 11 days. A Democrat, Gene Shaheen, the senator from New Hampshire, talked about the failure to anticipate with those final days. Let's listen. What did we miss? I think Senator Corruption, absolutely obviously. missed the rapid 11 day collapse of the Afghan military and the collapse of their government. I think there was a lot of intelligence that clearly indicated that after we withdrew, that it was a likely outcome of a collapse of the military and a collapse of the government. Uh, but officials thought the earliest the Afghan military would collapse, get this, would be sometime in the fall. Sometime in the fall. Wow. There was another interesting moment yesterday. Oh, lies, all lies. They're all fucking lying to you, man. might not be able to stop al-Qaeda or ISIS from rebuilding Afghanistan. How significant was that moment? It was significant. And General McKenzie and others said it will be very difficult to deal with the terrorist groups now that all U.S. troops are out. They will handle it with aircraft coming from elsewhere in the region, what's called over the horizon, to keep an eye on things with uh, drones and other surveillance and mm. maybe make airstrikes if they see something. But there's a cautionary tale here. Yeah, the if they see something, who the fuck here? Let them be. Let them fucking be, man. Stop being so goddamn corrupt and they want to fucking come after you. You dumb pieces of shit. The noticed a large Al-Qaeda training camp in southern Afghanistan. It was operating for more than a year. I'm pretty year. sure we trained Al-Qaeda, too. Missed it. Look Air it up. Strikes killed I'm, about I'm almost sure we did. Al-Qaeda fighters operating right under their nose. NPR's Tom Bowman. Tom, thank you so much for your reporting. We appreciate uh. it. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Japan's ruling party, which has a majority in that country's parliament, has picked a new leader. He's expected to become the country's prime minister next week, and he won out over the previous frontrunner in the polls. NPR's Anthony Kuhn has been following this one. Uh, who is this gentleman? Who's the winner? Okay, his name is uh, Fumio Kishida, and as you said, this is the vote for the president of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party, or LDP. And uh, Parliament will choose the next prime minister on October 4th. And because the LDP has a majority in Parliament, the LDP president basically has a lock on the premiership. Kishida is a former foreign minister. He's known as a pretty steady hand and stable manager and a consensus candidate within the party who tries to avoid controversy. And that's interesting because he was up against a political maverick as well as two female candidates. Now, today's LDP vote did not uh, produce a majority winner, so they had to do a runoff vote. 
And um, in the end, party members, LDP members who are lawmakers, have the most clout in that runoff vote, and they picked Kishi. Basically, he was the safe vote among party insiders. The safe vote. And now the outgoing prime minister was unpopular, in large part because of how he handled the response to COVID. Is there a sense of what his successor oh my plans God. to do differently? Well, you're right. Outgoing Prime Minister <sighs> Yoshihide Suga lasted less than a year in office. And bullshit. He very bullshit. Because he bullshit. Was it is all fucking as bullshit. Everybody fucking knows. Well, everybody of every thinking person knows it's fucking bullshit. And they didn't want Suga as their leader going into that election, so he was forced to quit. Now, the interesting thing is that the new guy, Kishida, is not seen as a great communicator either. Huh. But it's possible that this... Idiots and followers are the only ones getting the vaccine, the one one wanting to wear masks, and I mean, it's all just bullshit. The 100%. August, states of emergency are being lifted around the country, and about 58% of the population has now been vaccinated. Okay, so with COVID, not entirely out of the way, but sort of out of the way, what else will he be focused on? The economy, for sure. Yeah, well, interestingly, the LDP is pretty much on the same page. All the candidates have similar prescriptions for the economy, and they all are calling for ways to jumpstart the economy and fight deflation. Kishida has already promised a big stimulus package. They're also on the same page on foreign policy. Most people in LDP are in favor of a very strong alliance with the U.S., especially as mistrust of China is going. Where they're different is on social issues. And the maverick candidate, Taro Kono, the vaccine minister, was in favor of things such as same-sex marriage, the possibility of even a female emperor, the overhaul of the social security system, and Japan's society is headed in these directions. But with Kishida at the helm, probably big reforms are going to have to wait for later. Okay, NPR's Anthony Kuhn in Seoul. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> Let me tell you about to the cloudvaporstore.com. That's where I got this lovely vaporizer that you're hearing in the background. Go check out to the cloudvaporstore.com and check out all the toys that they have on there. It's an amazing site. And at checkout, use code Jester to save 15% on your order. Now, let's get back to the show. Today, this happened at a presidential debate between former President Trump and then-candidate Joe Biden. What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a White name. White supremacists and right boys, stand back and stand by. That exchange drew a oh lot of God. attention to the violent oh extremist God. group known as the Proud Boys. Oh my Trump's God. comments, the organization's membership grew. So what have the Proud Boys been doing since President Trump lost? And Pierre's domestic extremism correspondent, Oh my God. Ote, domestic extremism. That question. Good morning, oh my Ote. God. Good morning. Uh, what has the past uh, year been uh, like for the Proud Boys? Shut up. Well, in the immediate aftermath of that debate, Noel, there was an increase in street mobilization for the Proud Boys. They were much more visible, particularly at Stop the Steal 
legal events. But after Trump left office, there have been mounting organizational and legal pressures on the group. Enrique Tarrio, the chairman of the Proud Boys, was outed as a federal informant. Uh, he is now in prison for offenses committed late last year. And to date, 15 Proud Boys are facing charges. See, I don't believe of any of this because NPR is full of shit. Earlier this year. I spoke you can't with believe Cassie any of this. Miller. She's a senior we'll research analyst at we'll the Southern up. Poverty Law Center. We'll look up Proud Boys. legal pressure that the Proud Boys are under would have sunk most groups, but it, it didn't. And I mean, what about Antifa? About this particular I mean, Antifa is the biggest fucking rabble-rouser around, but they're talking about Proud Boys because Donald Trump said something about it? Dude, this is all fucking directed bullshit. Just like, that's what they do. They... They direct your attention one way while they're doing something. It's a bait and switch, man. Keep, who the fuck cares? But there's nothing on Antifa because Antifa is a CIA. Ah. Shut up. To local activities, um, around a variety of hot button issues. One person that's really been tracking that is Hampton Stahl. So they're 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 project. He's been looking at protests, demonstration. They're utilizing, they're using their right of free speech. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They aren't hurting anybody. I mean, they're trying to call attention to what the fuck's going on in this goddamn bullshit goddamn country. It's become soft. People have become idiots and they become followers. Think for your fucking self, man. See what the fuck's going on and say, wow. Has this really been going on under my fucking nose? I mean, open your fucking eyes. See what the fuck they're doing. Antifa, Antifa, Antifa did all this shit. All this shit. But they're concentrating on the Proud Boys because it's something that Donald Trump said. I say, fuck you. Now, let me get a, let me get well uh, you know what? We're not even gonna listen to the rest of this fucking story because it's bullshit. It's all gonna be bullshit. So fuck them, man. Fuck them. Uh, so let's uh, let's get right into the review then. Because that was the UFC for September 29th. 2021. If you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester, go to anchor.fm forward slash N-O-R-R-O-D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> Let me tell you about to the cloudvaporstore.com. That's where I got this lovely vaporizer that you're hearing in the background. Go check out to the cloudvaporstore.com and check out all the toys that they have on there. It's an amazing site. And at checkout, use code Jester to save 15% on your order. Now, let's get back to the show. These fucking people, man. These fucking people. Let's start this fucking vape. Let's fill up a bag. I don't know if there's anything left in there. You know what? We'll, uh... 
we'll wait on that because we're going to get in the review so I don't forget this shit. The first story was how the lawmakers ask about the Afghanistan withdrawal. And he said, I don't remember who they were fucking talking to, but he said that it fell so fast because he didn't realize the corruption in the upper levels of the goddamn military. Everything is fucking corrupt. Everything is fucking about money. This whole fucking Afghanistan war was about making fucking money. We were on both sides of that fucking war the entire fucking 20 years. Like they said, there was three administrations that didn't want to deal with it before Trump said fucking, before Trump fucking dealt with it. He said, end this fucking horse shit. And he pulled everybody out. He had scheduled them to be out before Biden even fucking got sworn in. But then Biden wanted to fucking play games and do all this horse shit. And who... Open your fucking eyes. See what the fuck's going on. This, This whole fucking illegitimate goddamn government is bullshit. And we need to figure out some way, we need to to rise up and say we're fucking done with your goddamn nonsense. (sighs) Maybe, maybe, Maybe I should have an event. Maybe I should invite people. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Let me figure something out and this shit's gonna get done. I don't know when, it's gonna have to be sometime next year, but we're gonna fucking get this shit done. Because something needs to fucking happen. And I'm done fucking just talking about it. We're gonna we're gonna start congregating and making shit happen. Because that's what the fucking jester does, man. Fuck yeah. Whoo and the second story was about the new uh prime minister in Japan. Who the fuck cares? It's Japan. Let them fucking deal with their shit. We got our own shit to deal with. Who the fuck cares about Japan? And the third story was about the Proud Boys. So we're going to look up the Proud Boys. We're going to see. Uh, I wish I would have fucking written down what exactly we were going to be checking out. But. We will figure this shit out. The Proud Boys, the Proud Boys, go. Oh. The Proud Boys are a far-right, neo-fascist, and exclusively male organization that promotes and engages in political violence in the United States. The group, see this isn't even, see, I, I'm aware of how the Proud Boys started. It started as a fucking joke. And then, <laughs> and then it's grown into this. They're saying, let's, okay, let's see what they say about Antifa. Antifa. Go. Antifa is a left-wing, anti-fascist, anti 
racist political movement in the United States as a highly decentralized array of autonomous groups. Antifa uses both nonviolent. See, <laughs> you see how it, the the fucking narrative is. Antifa is a hundred percent more. They're the fuckers hitting people with bike locks, man. Jesus Christ, they are very violent. They are very, very, very violent. They are very much fascist. They don't like what you say. They're going to hit you with a goddamn bike lock. That's fascism. <laughs> you fucking idiots. See, doublespeak. Doublespeak, man. 1984. It is 100%. They're trying to fuck with your head by putting this shit in writing, when all you gotta do is open your fucking eyes and see what the fuck is going on, and NPR's fanning the flames, telling you that, oh my god, the Proud Boys are gonna be... <laughs> Go fuck yourself, man. Oh my god. Fuck you, NPR. I... You, you're... You're just you're too fucking much, man. You're too fucking much. <sighs> now, let's see what space weather is gonna be for September 29th. 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got an Earth-directed CME to fully diagnose. We have some seismic news, a cool volcano, and looks into space news as well. Let's begin at spaceweathernews.com, and we find the last day on the sun starting with the flare and CME bottom right that we showed yesterday. After that eruption, we had only minor ones around the limbs, but that burst yesterday was a wide-angle CME, and while the direct aim of it sits about a month or two ahead in orbit, the CME is wide enough that ejecta is spread over a third of the solar system. NOAA's Enlil spiral is on point, showing the impact on October 1st. Minor geomagnetic storms should be expected from this one towards the weekend. Top quake of the day was a blood echo beneath Japan, but we had another blood echo ring in at 6.5 just to the north-northeast, which the USGS and Pacific Tsunami Warning Center both had on their lists, but it has now disappeared. False alert, they say. With one or two deep blot echoes and a typhoon nearby, the Northwest Pacific lithospheric alert is rising. Number of you asked about the volcano lightning at Fuego just before it erupted. Indeed, that's an upward discharge of the global electric circuit. Usually those wait for the ash cloud to have the more conductive pathway, but the energy wants out. It's coming. Wow. Quick look at a super cool paper asking if Dyson swarms from super advanced civilizations are more rational versions of E.T. Dyson spheres than a complete enclosure. When it comes to discussions like this, my favorite was written by D'Amico, my friend and suspicious observer since the beginning. Now, if you're not into serious discussions on astrobiology, it's totally cool. But if you are, of the three kinds of nonfiction books on E.T.'s and astrobiology, the best is the scientific and open-minded approach. That is where the Type 5 shines. Link to the book is below. Up next, we're talking cosmic rays, which work the world from the clouds to the viscosity of the magma below our feet. And indeed, we're getting confirmation today that the cosmic ray maximum we called out the last few years was indeed reached. The sunspot minimum we just had saw 8% higher cosmic rays than the previous record the 2009 minimum spike. Excellent confirmation here of the modern peak of cosmic ray flux. The next few years it will drop back a bit as CMEs block them out. Cosmic rays peak every 11 years at sunspot minimum. 
Quick note here on disaster. Turns out it was a horrible idea to be in the metropolis during a catastrophe back then as well. Just as knowledgeable preppers know today, your chances are much better well out in the rural regions. Curious note up next, perhaps some of you heard about the Jordan air burst 3,600 years ago. They say a larger-than-Tunguska-like object obliterated the ancient city, literally tearing people apart, shattering bones, melting pottery and primitive plaster. Thing is, all the chemical signatures of an airburst would come with a superbolt cosmic discharge as Earth took a superflare as well. And could an airburst shockwave tear arms and legs off people, as they found, but only melt pottery, as they found, not shatter it? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Last but not least, we're only about 48 hours from the first pass of Bepi Colombo by Mercury. We have waited so long for the follow-up to the Messenger satellite. Excellent comparison of what they learned last time and what they hope to learn this time as well. And none of it's more important than a look at the magnetic fields. Without a proper atmosphere, Mercury is the only planet left where we don't have definitive evidence of major changes that can be linked to a magnetic shift, the solar system shift. Measuring its magnetic field will tell us exactly that. We greatly appreciate your support. CME expected at Earth in two days. Eyes on the active regions until then. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They have glass. They have smell good. They have dab rigs, posters. They have apparel. They have everything. Get your sessions with the Jester shirts there. It's an awesome little store. Make sure you use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. Absolutely, man. Eyes open, no fear, be safe. Make your decisions well. Ah, good shit, man. Good shit. I don't even know what I was... I, was, I wanted to say something. But I forgot what it was I was going to say. I don't know. I was thinking about uh, maybe smoking some bud. But I can't because we're recording. And that's just going to take too much time to get it all set up. And I have to fill this, fill that, empty that. You know, it's, it's just too much. So, uh, let's do this instead. Shout out, shout out to the Good News Network. Bah! Diligence is the mother of good fortune. In idleness, its opposite, never brought a man to a goal of any of his best wishes. Miguel de Cervantes. Diligence. Do something. Get up and just just do it. There is no try. You either do or you don't do. So just just do. Just just do. Just do it. Just get it done. Make it happen. Just do something. Go for a walk. Talk to somebody new. See how, you know, test your limits. Test your abilities, man. It's all about growing as a person and just not being idle and just sitting there. It's fucking awesome, man. Life is great 
when you apply yourself. I promise you. <laughs> so be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day and make it a shit happen. And now we're done.